and the metal's cool because it's got a windmill on it and the tulips on it. It's like it's our hometown. Yeah, it looks very Holland. Yes. You're right. Yeah. It does look very Holland. So. I love that because you're completing two Holland races, so... I think it's cool. Yeah, and the two, and actually the two biggest races in Holland. Um, yeah, you know, population-wise, and you know. Hello, and welcome to the 2023 season of Run My West Coast. I am your host Eddie Klein. Run My West Coast is a show about running and racing in West Michigan. Podcast episodes feature stories from local runners and race directors, plus tips about running training. Listeners tune in to hear about the local running community, West Michigan races, and the Holland Haven Marathon. In this episode called Double Dutch Challenge, runner and race medals lover Sarah Haverdink talks about running with friends, her favorite races, and her extensive race medals collection. We also have how long to wear your race finisher medal after the race, plus information on Holland Haven Marathon, info on the Tulip Time Run, the Double Dutch Challenge, and a list of local West Michigan races coming up in March. All right, let's get into running tips of the month. And this month we have, how long should you wear your race medal after the race? So this is going to be a tip about maybe not running, but what to do after you're done running. So I found this article and the name of it is wearing my race medal for a month gave me new faith in humanity. How my social experiment took an unexpected turn to the existential. This is by Matthew Meyer, and it's in Runner's World Magazine, August 2019. All right, so let me read through this, and then we'll get our take on it. Anything past 48 hours is too long to wear your finisher's medal, but only if you care what other people think. After running this spring's Boston Marathon, I donned my medal like every other salt-caked finisher and was celebrated as the hero I'm not, but still enjoyed pretending to be. Then as my fellow competitors removed their hardware after a few hours or the next day, I just didn't. In Boston, the first couple of days, people got it. It was cool. It was sort of a mutual appreciation deal. I was celebrating their great race by keeping the medal on display long after my less grateful competitors packed theirs away. Even on my bus back to New York on Wednesday, the driver noticed my three-inch wide circle of brass crackling on the PA I see we have some marathon finishers on the bus and offering his own hearty wealth wishes. Back home, three days removed, the question started. I went to my 7-Eleven and saw the same clerk I buy my beer and questionable lunch choices. Did you race today? Nope. You still wearing it? Pretty cool, right? He didn't respond, but he was probably just busy bringing up sophomores' mango jewels. After that three-day mark, the most common response was, oh... An expression of simultaneous comprehension at what I'd said and confusion at what I'd said it, or why I'd said it. That simple monosyllable evolved as the days went on, peaking at day 12, oh, oh, and oh, where I could watch the three stages, confused comprehension, pity, and caution of a friend or stranger processing my unreasonable wardrobe. This response took my social experiment in an unprecedented unexpected existential direction proof that people are indeed good by nature every one of them put up with my crap here yes they were taken aback perplexed and a little worried but they were too kind to downplay my accomplishment of running boston not a single soul suggested i remove my medal and a handful of even greater samaritans 
issued the triple O and still congratulated me as if I just sprinted down Boylston. Three weeks in, at a fast food joint, a large hot dog wielding server saw my chest and recognized the medal. Did you run Boston? As soon as I nodded, he ran around the counter to press a handshake and a hug. I almost teared up. At the movies, fellow Avengers fans were more skeptical. Do you really need that? But in their hazy comfort of bars, but in the hazy comfort of bars, excuse me, I got more compliments. I like your necklace, which was, while not exa- exactly acknowledging my herring 26.2 miles, still praises my more enduring feet. More than six weeks in now, I'd de-escalated to merely carrying my medal with me everywhere I go, ready to pop it on at the slightest suggestion of a good or at least interesting response. Truthfully, there seems to be no limit to the albeit confused generosity humankind will extend a marathon finisher. But if you're less adventurous than I, you should probably hang on, hang it on the wall after a good 48 hours. Anything after that gets weird. So I would tend to agree with Matthew that 48 hours seems about the right amount of time. I think it kind of depends a little bit on the metal though, right? Because this guy ran Boston, which is a very, very big deal. And if you're in Boston, people appreciate it. And if you're going to wear it to work, people are going to see it. They're going to appreciate it. Um, so I, a big deal like metal, like Boston, or if you ran a big marathon, something you're really proud of, maybe you wear it a little bit longer. Uh, maybe you wear it um, if you're going someplace special where you want people to see it, like maybe to your local running group or something like that. If you just ran the local 5K and you got a regular a regular medal, let's say, Maybe it's not such a big deal unless it was your first one or something spectacular happened. Uh, so, yeah, use your own judgment on how long to ra- wear your race medal after the race. But I think that six weeks is uh, <laughs> way too long. I don't think anybody's going to be doing that, uh, including uh, our interview, Sarah, Sarah Havernick coming up. She definitely does not wear her medals for six weeks after the race, even though she does have a lot of them. So let me tell you a little bit about Sarah. She's coming up on the interview. Uh, Sarah, Sarah Havernick. Uh, she loves one, running with her friends and, and loves her race medals. Uh, she's a local Holland runner that plans to earn her double Dutch challenge medal this year. So this is my interview with Sarah, and it's all about her and the things in her running life that are going on past and present and future. Hi, Sarah. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's good to have you. Um, and... You know, this is the first time I've had somebody who's on a race committee of mine because yeah. you're a new member of the Tulip Time Race Committee. I am. I've never had a committee member on my show before, so you're like, that's a big deal. And I've never been on a committee, so oh, and you've here never we go. Not, and you've never been on a podcast, so right. all kinds of firsts. Lots so. of firsts this year. Yeah, that's awesome. All yeah. right, good. Um, so, yeah, usually when I get someone on the show, I like to find out, like, their background as a runner. It kind of gets the audience to know who you are and, you know, They'll find out soon enough why you have so many medals if we can start from <laughs> your running journey yes, yes. way back in the day. So how right. did you start running and why? What happened? Uh, well, my journey kind of started in 2016. I had some friends that were um, doing the Gazelle Winter Run Camp to train for the Gazelle Girl Half Marathon and the Riverbank 25K. And um, I was interested in that because I had run 5Ks here and there you know, before that, but I thought, you know what, I'm going to challenge myself. Let's do this. So 2016, I signed up for the winter run camp and I 
completed my first half marathon, the Gazelle Girl, and the Riverbank 25K, and I've not looked back. Okay. I've loved it, been hooked ever since. You did the run camp here in Holland? Yep, the yeah, Gazelle. Okay. Yep. So you jumped right in. Wow. All right. 2016. Yep. I don't think I was in it then. That might have been right after I, I'd kind of done it in like 2012, 2013, 2014. Okay. I was probably got. I probably stopped doing the run camp about the time you started, so Must just be. missed you in the camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, the gazelle camps—they're not really the same anymore, now, are they? No, they since COVID, they kind of fizzled out. They, I, I don't think they're even. I don't even think you can sign up at all. Yeah, I think at one time they were doing like community runs, but yeah, that was about it. And so, right, yeah, I know a lot of people miss it. Yeah, the, the you know the accountability. The social aspect. Yeah, and the training program. Uh, yeah, right? You exactly. follow the training program. You had something to go for with, with other people that were doing the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I mean, I knew a little. I used to help assistant coach at Gazelle when they were doing it about 10 years ago, and I know they were they always struggled a little bit to keep it going. So yeah. um, I don't know. It might have been a little bit of relief for them to not have to do it. I don't know. Yeah, right. Um, even though they're very community-oriented, I think it was a staff issue, and it was hard to organize the people all the time. So right. Yeah. yeah, it's too bad, but uh, things evolve, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. So are you running now with other groups or on your own? or Pretty much um, on our – I mean, I do run with a group of um, the same people. Oh, okay. Um, we do meet up with the um, Highland Run Club okay. every now and again, like on Saturdays, to take advantage of the water because we – you know, I'm a member of their yeah. running club. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, I have a core group of, um, running friends that we've been together since, um, 2020 and it's, we've been making it work. We run on Tuesdays and Thursdays and Saturdays. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's great. So you've got a pretty good, a pretty good schedule then. That's pretty consistent. Yes. I need that though. I I need to have the accountability and the the group of people to to get me out there and do it. I'm very much a social runner. I don't care to run by myself, so I need those to keep me me going. But you're running more than just those three days, right? You are running other days, or you only run three days a week? No, just those three days a week. Well, every once in a while I'll throw in a different, you know, another day in there. But no, mainly just the three days a week. Okay. I do go to the gym and do other strengthening workouts. Okay, so you got a little cross training mixed in with the running. That's good. Actually, I just started that this year. Um, I knew I needed to do some other things. And so I've been going to the gym and and doing other strength. Yeah. And in in the wintertime? (laughs) Yeah. It's nice not to have to go out and run outside. That's right. right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, luckily in Holland, we have like five miles of snow melt. You got you I'm guessing you run on snow melt a lot. in the winter. Yeah. 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 It does get to be kind of Boring, but it's a nice option to have if you need it. Oh, heck yeah. For sure. I mean, it's either that or treadmill or, you know, yak, yak tracks and going on the road and slipping it, and sliding. and Yeah, and that's not always guaranteed, the yak tracks, because if you hit ice, you're, right. you know, that's not going to help or you. Or if the so. snow's real deep somewhere, yeah. So, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That's good that you got that that kind of option. Yeah. Um, I want to talk to you a little bit about racing, too. Um, you ran your first couple races in 2016 so a half and then a 25k and then some other bi- have you done some other big races that people would know about maybe um well the, in 2021 i did the Holland haven marathon the, the full, full marathon yep. that was my first and only thus far okay uh, full marathon um uh, other big races i guess um i'd have to say maybe ragnar i did my first oh. ragnar 
last year. The was it Traverse City to Muskegon one? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Or I should at, say Muskegon to Traverse City. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Loved it. It was such an amazing experience. I think everyone should try it once. It's just a twenty-four hour whirlwind of fun and adventure. Yeah. I, I loved it. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Good. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, two vans, twelve people. Mm-hmm. That kind of yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. It's just so fun to be a part of a team. And just root each other on as you're you're making this journey from Muskegon all the way up to Traverse City. And, you know, I was really nervous about doing it because, like I said, I'm a social runner. And you're by yourself, sort of. I mean, there are right. other runners around you, but there are times that you're by yourself. And it's at night, in the middle of the night. And that's was intimidating. I was very scared to do that part of it. But... <laughs> I just made sure to really try and make sure somebody was around me, you know, because you have the lights on, so you can see people, you know, in front of you, behind you, whatever. So um, my first, the, the I was the first leg, um, so I started right away at 5 a.m., and right from that get-go, I was hooked. I was like, this is great. Let's oh, great. go. Let's do it. Awesome. I loved it so much. So did you guys um, just sleep in the van, or did you get a hotel room? No, we to... slept in the van. Yeah, you did. Oh, it was yeah, that's not the that's not one of the perks. But <laughs> I know I I, mean, I did it too. I slept. We slept in the van. I did it in I don't know what year I did it. Twenty sixteen maybe. I don't anyway. But yeah, yeah we slept. In, the irony of it when I was sleeping in the van, it was like I think it was me and like another guy and four other women on our team or something like that. And the guy the guy was running, and I think we all I was sleeping in the van with like these four women. I'm like, this is kind of funny. Like I'm sleeping with these four other guys' wives right now in a van in a parking lot. (laughs) Yeah. We only had one guy in our van and the rest were all women. So yeah, it was, it was interesting. The sleeping part of it is you don't get much sleep basically. No. Yeah. Cause it's a long, it's a long journey. Yeah. But I think the adrenaline of the whole, the excitement of everything just gets you through it. Yeah. Yeah. There's always something going on for sure. Yeah. All right. Any other? So you've only you've run one Ragnar, you've run one full. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Have you traveled somewhere out of Michigan and done yes, anything? Yes. Yes. Okay. That's another big thing that's on my running bucket list is I want to run more races in different states. Okay. Um, last year we did, um, we ran in Nashville. We did a half. We did oh. a rock and roll. Oh, okay. In Nashville. That that's was pretty good. Really I've never cool. done a rock and roll. That yeah. sounds like they're pretty cool. Yeah. Tons of people. So many people. But it was in... Uh, I think it was in September, September, August. I don't remember. Anyway, it was hot. It was so hot. Oh, yeah. And hilly. The first eight miles of it were all hills. It was awful. (laughs) (laughs) But it was a fun experience. Yeah. Just to run through, run past all those um, landmarks and, you know, there in, in Nashville was was a really was cool that a gr- your core group of running friends all went there and did it like a girls uh, weekend? Or? Yeah, there was like four four of us I think that that went and did it. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That is such a popular thing right now for like a group of women, you know, in their thirties, forties, fifties, whatever, to like get together and group up and go travel to races. Like I see them coming. I love it. I see them coming to Highland Haven all the time doing that. Yeah, kind of thing. it's so fun. Yeah, and you you can get a hotel, you can go out to dinner, and then after the race, you can go out and get drinks and yeah. It's almost like you're back in college on like a, you know, a spring break trip or something. Yeah. 
but you're not getting crazy. You're going to do a race, right? Right. You, yeah. You have serious. to take it easy like the night before. Yeah. You have to, you know, I'll, you know, everybody has their routine of what they like to eat and what they do, you know, that sort yeah. of thing. And we did, when we were in Nashville, um, we did a lot of sightseeing on the day before. So we did a lot of walking, which that really yeah. wasn't smart. We should have <laughs> taken it easy, but it was still, it was totally worth it. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's fun. Yeah. And um, I my other big accomplishment, I guess I could say, was in 2020, um, I did a run streak. I did I a no 365 run streak. I ran every day in 2020. At least a mile? Or at, at least, least a, a mile. Okay. I, for me, myself personally, I set the uh, goal of running at least a mile every day. Okay. So, so you start like January 1st, 2020, you're like, I'm going to just start running a mile a day. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then two months later... Pandemic hits and there's no races. Everything's mm-hmm. shut down. So how does that change your life of this mile a day thing? What did you What did you transition into or what happened? Uh, we still met up, our group of friends. We just made sure to say, this is it. These are our, this is our pod. Nobody else is allowed in. We're going to be outside. Yep. We'll have our distance. And we just made it work. And But a lot of times I did run on my own. Yeah. You know, um, I did have to do a couple treadmill runs, you know, if it was too late. Because it, it becomes um, part of your life. Like, you have to think about your day. Yeah. It, you know, like, what am I doing today that when can I get my run in? Do I have to do it right away in the morning? Or am I going to have time to do it later on? You know, there were a few times it was like 10 o'clock at night. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I still have to get this run in. So I just quick jumped down on my treadmill. That's and some dedication right get there. A, get a mile in, you know. And there were times that I didn't feel well. You know, but I still got out yeah. there, at least do a mile, and I got it done. Uh, so. There are people like that. I know my wife has one of them watches that you have to get so many elevation or flights of stairs. And, like, sometimes before bed, she's going up and down the stairs oh, yes. in the house a couple times <laughs> trying to get thing on her watch to click. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Crazy yeah. stuff. But, yeah, I know, yeah. What you, I know what you mean about that kind of stuff. Right, yeah. It was, it was pretty cool. I was pretty exhausted come – October. I'm like, okay, oh, yeah? I'm, you out? I'm just ready to be done with thinking about it. Like I said, yeah. it just became every, that's what I thought about all the time. Right. And yeah, it was, it I was mean, a lot. Maybe the blessing of the pandemic for that, I don't know, but could be the fact that there was no races. So you didn't have to worry about that part of your running schedule, right? Right. right. You weren't going out racing. No, no. So, so you didn't have to worry about that very much. Yeah. At least. Yeah. And it was cool. I mean, I set, I wanted to switch it up a little bit too. So I did um, set different goals within um, that goal. Uh, there was one month I said, all right, I'm running all my miles outside. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, I want them all to be outside, no matter what the weather, no matter what the conditions. So I did that. There was uh, one month I made sure I wanted to get uh, 10,000 steps every day for oh, that okay. whole month. So I did that, you know, and, or let's do two miles every day instead of just the one mile that I said I would do. I'm just yeah. going to do two miles every day for that month. So I switched it up and did some different, different goals within that goal. So I, I'm pretty proud of that one. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That, that's awesome. That was hard. I was really glad when December 31st came. <laughs> <laughs> so you're you saying New Year's Day 2021, you did not run. I did nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I ended with running 3.65 miles, and I had a bunch, a group of friends meet up with me downtown and oh, that's yeah, to cheer me on and, you know, because they were watching my journey. So yeah. it was really special. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. 
Uh, what kind of a uh, fitness watch are you using to track? Or what do you, what's your training watch? Garmin. Garmin. Mm-hmm. Yep. Always been Garmin. Not a Fitbit. Not a Whoop. No. Not a Nike. No. Garmin. Okay. Every once in a while, I think, oh, do I want to go with the Apple Watch? Everyone has an Apple Watch. No, I yeah. like Garmin. Yeah, if it's working for you. Yeah. I mean, they all have a lot of the bells and whistles, but. I mean, when you look at, like, GPS from a GPS standpoint, mm-hmm. Garmin, like, pretty much invented the portable GPS system. Right, exactly. And so exactly. if you're going on a good GPS, Garmin's definitely the way to go. Like, they got the technology on that as far as that goes. Yeah. So I, I think it's good, too. I've, I've used a Garmin for a long time. I got a pretty rudimentary one. Not yeah. very many bells and whistles. No, but. mine isn't either. I just need it for running and walking, <clears throat> and that's about it. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yep. So perfect. Yeah. So what are you going to do? What month is it? Uh, it's February it's now. February. We're recording this now in February. <laughs> this this episode comes out in March. I'm like, so what are you doing for 2023 for for racing or running plans? Or what are you going to do this year? Or what have you done? Or maybe done anything in 23? Are you for a race? I just um, on Friday completed the one sixth um, ground one sixth marathon ground the Groundhog Day race. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. Um, it's what is it? Grand Rap Millennium Park. Or yeah, whatever. yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I just did that on Friday night. And oh, cool. Oh, I'm feeling it. <laughs> it was there was a ton of snow. Well, I shouldn't say a ton of snow. It was it was hard to get your footing on oh, it. It was okay. like running in sand. Yeah, I bet. You know, so it's it's a four and a little less than a four and a half mile loop. Yep. Um so you do the Friday night is the one sixth marathon and then the next day they do the full and the half. Which the full and the half they just do the same loop right. over and over and over, which right. No, thank you. That's the same <laughs> Just, one they do for the Last Chance BQ. Oh, do they? Okay. Yes, which all is right. the day before Holland Haven Marathon. Oh, all right. Yeah, so they run that because it's technically not the Last Chance BQ because Holland Haven's a BQ. So technically right. you can run Holland Haven the next day. Yeah, But sure. that's close enough for Yeah. Them. Anyway, yeah. So, okay, so you ran that one. And then yep. what's coming up for 2023? Um, I'm doing the um, – Portage Winter Blast, the end of this month. That's a 10K. And then I don't think I have, oh, the Highland um, Run Club Leprechaun Chase. Yep, March 18th, I believe that is. Yeah. Signed up for that one. Um, the Tulip Time Run, yep. the 5K for Which that is one. March 6th. Yep. May 6th, sorry. May, May 6th. May 6th, <laughs> yeah, not March. May, May 6th. Um, and then at this point, I think um, Highland Haven. The yep. half marathon. Yep, September tenth, and then probably some other ones here and there. But yep. that's that's all I have signed that's up leaves, for now. It leaves like a wide open summer there for a yeah. lot of races you could fill in. Yeah, and there's a lot of great races around here in the summer in West Michigan for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. So okay, yeah. so you're running the half at Holland Haven, right? Yes. Okay, so are you? You're not like into full on training for that yet, then? No, I think that will probably start like middle. Summer probably. Yeah, yeah, that makes for sense. for that half marathon. Yeah, it makes sense. Yep. No, f- no full marathon plans this year. No, I don't have any desire to do another full marathon anytime soon. That was <laughs> that's a long way to run. It is a long way to <laughs> and run. And it, I, it was so hot when yeah. I did it in 2021. So it was just, oh, yeah, it, it's a long way to run. So right. I don't have any desire to do one anytime soon. Okay. Okay. What about the Ragnar? You think you're going to do that one again? I would love to. I would love to. This year, I won't be able to make it work, but I would love to be able to. I mean, there's Ragnars all around the country. Yes. You could, yeah. yeah. I have some friends that um, actually won a couple of them that I did the uh, Ragnar race with last year that are going to be doing um, some out-of-state 
ones this year because yeah. they loved it so much. So they're going to do, I think, one in Ohio and one in West Virginia. Yeah. Or yeah. There's people that travel all the time. I know yeah. I got some friends that just bounce around and do them, like, all the time. Yeah. I'm not – I don't particularly like trail running, but oh. I would like to maybe try a Ragnar trail yeah. one just, just to – just to say I did it. So Yeah, and the cool thing about the Ragnar Trail one is, like, you just set up at a campground and you camp. Right. You don't have to tra- do all that traveling in the van. So you can d- probably get more rest. Yeah, and it's more of a party because, like, five of you are, or 11 of you are hanging out and partying at this campsite while only one person goes out and they come back. I haven't actually done it myself, but yeah. I've done another one similar to it called Dances with Dirt, which is like that over in um, – the Pinckney area, okay. Ann Arbor area, so kind of yeah. the same idea. Right, yeah. because you don't really see van two, like when you're doing the road race. Right. You know, you don't really see, the, or van one, or whatever, the other van. You yes. don't really see them unless you're at like a big exchange point. Otherwise, that's the only time that you get to hang out with that yep. other van. Right. So totally. Yeah. All right, let's ask another, I got a really serious question for you, actually, that I need to answer, because I've seen somewhere on a pictures of your, your medals rack, on Facebook or Instagram or something, and, like, you only started running, like, six years ago, and it looks like you have a lot of race medals. So I do. how many race medals do you have? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's over 100. 100? Yeah. Yeah. I love them. So you've been racing and racing and racing. Racing and racing and racing. So when I ask you, like, what kind of races you've done, you're holding out on me. You've done a lot more than you just <laughs> I have, said. I have. Yeah, I do. I love it. I typically don't sign up if there's no medal. Okay, so you're a bling girl. <laughs> I am a bling girl. Okay, yes. um, yeah. So you just listed off like three races you're going to do this year, but I'm guessing there's like ten more coming because you go on to get some more medals, probably. I'm sure there'll be okay a bunch more in there. Oh yeah, there for sure there will be more in there. Favorite medal so far from what race? Oh gosh, it has to probably be a toss up between the Holland Haven Full Marathon. Oh, thank you. And well, I mean, for real, it's like my you know first yeah. full marathon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I worked nice, hard for nice that metal. one. Yeah. You know, the training was brutal. It was hot, hot summer. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. It was our hottest marathon. That was our hottest year we've ever had at the Holland Haven yeah. that year, twenty one. Yeah, training was was tough. Yeah. <laughs> Cried a couple of times. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was it was tough work, but um, that one in the Ragnar. Just because yeah. you know you're you're part of a team, right? You know, completing this. Yeah, they got cool. a lot of meaning to them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right, that's yeah, very those cool. Those two. Um, all right, so let me ask you another important question, and this ties into something else that's going on with this podcast. Uh, this episode is, how long do you think is appropriate time to wear your race medals? Like after you've run the race, you finish on race day, you wear it around. You maybe you go out to bar the bar that night with your friends, yeah. you hang out, yeah. and then, then like the next day. Are you wearing it out to breakfast? Are you wearing it around your family? Are you wearing it to work on Monday? Like, what's the appropriate time to keep wearing the race medal? Oh, I say keep it on as long as you want. The, yeah. There's no, there's no, no limit? For me, no. Mm-mm. I, yeah. I typically will, yeah, just keep it on the whole day, you know, once I get it. Um, and then, you know, typically the races are on the weekends. So right. um, once um, – I go back to work on Monday. I'll bring it in, show my coworkers, just because, you know, they know my running journey. And yep. they always ask me, hey, what race are you doing this weekend? You know, and so they, okay. they are interested in my medal, so I'll bring it in on Monday and show them. But, but you don't necessarily wear it at work. You just show it no, around. No, because a lot of, they, it bangs on the desk. <laughs> True. <laughs> so it's loud, and I don't want to wreck it. So Right, yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so. I do like to get it home and get it up on the 
on my metal holder. Too. Oh, okay. it, looks like you, it looks to me by the picture you need a new metal holder. Like you're <laughs> just going to have to expand, I think. I just did get another oh, one. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if, no, if someone doesn't know what I'm talking about, look up Sarah Haverdick's Facebook page. <laughs> you will find these medals and see all the ones she's got. And it's an, for six years worth of racing, that's an impressive collection, actually. I, a lot I of, love medals. That's a lot of medals. So I'm all about it. I owe you one two three four medals this year i believe because you're running tulip time run yep and there's a medal for finishing and if you won your age group you'd get another one i'll try okay and then you're running holland haven half so you got that medal which is our anniversary medal which is the first time we've done a different medal in a long long time and so that'll be a a nice addition to the collection Mm -hmm. and then you're getting the trifecta because you've run the full You've run the 8K, and now you're going to get the half. So the, the trifecta medal this year at Holland Haven. Yep. And finally, the double Dutch challenge medal. Yes, I'm so, excited about that one. Yeah. So the Tulip Time Run, the Holland Haven Marathon. If people don't know, this is the first year, the first iteration of double Dutch challenge where a runner can run Tulip Time Run, either the 5K, the 10K, or the virtual, either any distance in the virtual. And then they can also run Holland Haven the 8K, the half, or the full, or the virtual. And you're going to get this other medal called the Double Dutch Challenge. And it's a it's a very good-sized medal. It's like four inches in diameter. So picture like, you know, a baseball flattened out. It's about that big. It's a pretty good-sized medal. And you can earn it, and you run both both races. So it's incentive to, like, start out the season in Holland in the beginning of the summer and hit a Holland race, and then at the end of the summer hit another Holland race. And yeah. you, you can get both of these both these races done and get the medal. Even if you, and even if you run virtual, we'll just mail it to you. So yeah, that's pretty cool that you're including the virtual part. Yeah, I, I just had a guy the other day from Indiana. He was in his fifties and he signed up for Tulip Time Virtual and Holland Haven Virtual on the same day. He's just like, it. I want that medal. Yeah, he just yes. want. I could tell. I was like, <laughs> he's just getting it. So yeah, contrary to like the Holland Haven trifecta, where that one I want you to come and earn it. Uh, yes, that one I feel like you need to you need to come and run. So yeah. That was kind of the reason of creating that one. So you got some friends that know about Double Dutch. What, are people, yes. what do people think about that, and are they excited yes. around Holland? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, and I've been putting the word out there. I'm like, come on, get, get another medal, sign up for both. You can do it, 5K and the 8K, even if you don't want to do the half or the full. You know, just do the 8K. So. Yeah. Of the Holland Haven. So. Yeah, and the Holland yeah. Haven 8K is a really easy race as far yeah. as, like, it's super flat. Mm-hmm. You basically run from downtown out to Van and Hardware and back. There's, yeah. like, almost no hills. There's a little little rolling hill, but barely. So, yeah. Yeah. Nice, easy course. I like the 8K course. Yeah. I run that course just on my own once in a while because I live downtown, and it's like, oh, I want to go out and run five miles. I just go over there and run it because I know it's five miles. And yeah. I don't even know watch. Even. Right. Yeah. It's a good little course to go out and run just to get a running in. So, right. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really excited about the Double Dutch Challenge. I've it's I've definitely seen more people registering for both Tulip Time Run and Holiday Haven Marathon because they know about it. That's good. Um, it's going to be cool to get more people interested in it. We actually got some of the Double Dutch mail, uh, medals coming in. Um, we ordered some. So by the time Tulip Time Run gets here, we'll be able to show them off. At oh, yeah. Tulip, so people will be able to see them yeah, that'll be at nice. Tulip Time Run when it comes up in a couple months. We'll have them out there. People can look at them. Yeah. Of course, you can't get one until Holland Haven because you right. got to actually have run it. Proof that, you, proof that you did it. So, yeah, yeah, it's going to be a cool accomplishment, I think, for a lot of people. I'm, I'm glad that we're able to do something like that for Holland and, and have uh, – 
just something unique for runners. Right. I'm always every year when I put on these races, I'm always trying to think of like what can I do for the runners that just makes it a little more special, something we never did in the past, and you just got to keep coming up with ideas. And yeah, you know, I actually borrowed this idea from Gazelle. Right, they used right. to have one where they did the Gazelle Girl and you did the Riverbank Run, and you yeah, got the, the Double Down. You got their medal, right? And yeah. they discontinued that because they discontinued Gazelle Girl, and so right. Um, yeah, the, and the medal's cool because it's got a windmill on it and the tulips on it. It's like it's our hometown. Yeah, it looks very Holland. Yes. You're right. Yeah. It does look very Holland. So. I love that. Because you're completing two Holland races, so I, I think it's cool. Yeah, and the two, and actually the two biggest races in Holland. Um, yeah. You know, population-wise, and, you know, out the most people don't know this fun fact, but Tulip Time 5K is the second largest 5K in, the, in, the Michi- in Michigan. That's really um, cool. And so in Holland, you know, Holland Haven Marathon is the only marathon in Holland. So right. um, you're kind of getting a big medal for doing two big races that are, that are going on. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. cool. So yeah, I'm excited about it. I'm, I'm, I'm sure runners are excited. I was down at Gazelle sports the other day. They were, they were telling me a lot of people are talking about it. Runners are excited about it. So yeah. Um, just, just another medal and people like you who are, you know, medal fanatics, I think are, are jacked up about it. (laughs) I'm not as much of a medal fanatic. I mean, like, my Boston Marathon medal is in a box in my storage unit. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm such I know. When I hear that, I'm like, I so can't bad. even. It's so bad. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm a not, you can ask my my uh, my mom or my wife, I'm not a sentimental person. Oh, my goodness. In that way with, like, possessions. But, yeah. you know. Well, just my medals. Just my Yeah, medals. just your medals. Yeah. Yeah. But the experience, like you said, the experience matters to you. Your favorite medals are the are the ones that you had the greatest experience with. It wasn't necessarily this medal was designed cool because I bet your rock and roll medal is pretty cool looking. Yeah, yeah, it is. You it's know. got a guitar on it, you yeah. know. So, but yeah. it doesn't mean as much to you as like your first marathon or your Ragnar with your friends, which is cool. Right. So, like, yeah, some of that stuff's got some more sentimental value, which is right. You know, I can appreciate that, and a lot yeah. of people can too. So that's really cool. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's uh. That's the double Dutch. That's all the stuff's going on for Sarah this year. Uh, it sounds like you've got a great running journey for 2023. Yeah. And I'll be I'll be following along because now that we're kind of connected a little more, you're helping with Tulip Time Run and stuff. So right. it's good to know that. And everyone can follow you on your Facebook page if they want to see sure. your medals, yep. what you're doing, yep. and all that stuff. Yeah, so. I usually post about my races just to, to put it out there. So. All right. Well, cool. Well, thanks for coming on the show. It's been awesome talking to you and getting to know you and your running stuff. And uh, we'll see you on race day. Wonderful. Thanks for having me. That was my interview with runner Sarah Haverdink. I hope you enjoyed her story and now feel inspired to upgrade your own race medals collection. Okay. Time to talk about Double Dutch Challenge. So let me tell you about it. Holland Haven Marathon has partnered with Tulip Time Run to bring the Double Dutch Challenge medal to Holland. Start your summer off with the Tulip Time Run and end it with a Holland Haven finish to earn this one-of-a-kind collector's medal. Any runner who registers for and completes both the 2023 Holland Haven Marathon and the 2023 Tulip Time Run will be awarded the first ever Double Dutch Challenge medal. Runners can complete any distance except the Kids Fun Run to qualify so long as they complete one distance from each race in 2023. So, yeah, get out, run Tulip Time Run, any race, including virtual, same with Holland Haven, including virtual. If you want to just do the virtual, you, you can get it that way. But uh, 
Yeah, this is a unique opportunity to get a really cool medal, the Double Death Challenge medal. If you're a runner, especially if you're a Holland runner, it's going to be a really cool keepsake that you will want to you want to get after. If you want to see a photo of what it looks like, check out uh, Facebook pages or registration pages for either Tulip Time or Holland Haven. You'll find it. You'll see it on there. You can find out all about it. All right, let's get in some let's get in some information about these races so you have a little you know a little more about. It. I'm going to start with Holland Haven Marathon. Uh, Holland Haven Marathon coming up. Uh, 10th anniversary race, Sunday, September 10th, 2023. And if you want to register, the registration page is runsignup.com slash Holland. Uh, one cool thing this year is our 2023 race medals. Uh, to c- commemorate our 10th anniversary year, we have newly designed finisher medals for all participants. The 2023 Holland Haven finisher medals are our biggest race medals ever, plus the entire Holland Haven Marathon logo spins inside the circle on a vertical axis. So this is a spinning medal. So if you haven't seen the medal, picture the Holland Haven Marathon logo, the windmill-looking logo. It's got a big circle around it. And there's a little pin that sticks out the top of the windmill and a little pin that sticks out the top bottom of the windmill. And this, uh, this medal's going to spin around inside that circle. So it's a pretty cool uh, different take on the medal than we've done before, still using our logo, but... It says uh, 10th anniversary on it, so you definitely want to check it out. You can see pictures of it on, you know, online all over the place. I got it posted. You'll find it. Um, our race capacity this year, we're doing 400 for the full marathon, 500 for the half marathon, and 400 for the 8K. And I purposely keep the numbers entries low uh, to ensure a great experience for all the runners in attendance. You know, and every year we have races that sell out. Last year I had to close registration for both the half and the 8K early. They started selling out. Um, we had, you know, already had medals ordered and people were signing up last minute. So sign up early if you can. If you know you're going to run, get out there and start training. Um, we also have some hotels in Holland that we that we partner with. So we have four host hotels for out-of-town runners they can stay at. And make sure you book one soon because they fill up and it's going to be crowded this year. Uh, you can find the registration links for Home 2 Suites, Courtyard Holland, Downtown, Fairfield Inn, and Suites, and City Flats on our registration page. Additionally, we are proud to support Camp Geneva and Team Red, White, and Blue in 2023. The Holland Haven Marathon supports running for a cause and giving back. A portion of the race proceeds are donated to these charities for kids and military veterans. Each year we have consistently donated over $5,000 towards the Camp Geneva Camper Scholarship Fund, and race entries for veteran and civilian team RWB members. Also, new for 2023, Holland Haven Marathon is excited to announce Harvey Humane, Harvey Humane Society, as an additional charity partner. So there'll be more to come on that later. Our mission is a well-organized community event and tremendous experience for runners that supports local organizations. Celebrate a decade of running Holland this year. So that's Holland Haven. That's a couple things about it. There'll be more to come on future episodes as the race gets closer. I want to tell you about Tulip Time Run because that's coming up pretty soon in just a couple months on Saturday, May 6th of this year. You can register for Tulip Time Run at runsignup.com slash tulips. Links, of course, in the show notes for these, these events. So you can uh, just click on there too. Um, so some stuff about Tulip Time Run, a few things. Our Race Village Expo and Race Start and Finish are all located at Collin Park in Holland 
right along Lake Makatawa. So everything's right there. Come on Friday night, Race Village Expo, get your packet. Come on Saturday, start the race, or pick up your packet that day and start the race. All information on the registration page if you need to know times, stuff like that. Uh, the 5K and the 10K are both a flat loop course through the neighborhoods of Holland where runners will pass along thousands of tulips in bloom. There are two aid stations with water on the course. Uh, the 10K runners go around twice on the 5K loop. So we have one course that's a 5K loop. Everyone's everyone's going to run that same loop, 10K. You get to go around twice. So the great thing about that is if you have spectators or family that want to watch you run the 10K, they can just stay at the start-finish line, and they can see you come around. They don't have to try and go out and find you on the course. They can just hang out. After you, when you come by for your second lap, they'll get to see you, so they don't have to, they don't have to jump around looking for you. Uh, the 5K and the K, 10K do start together at 8 a.m., so everybody starts together regardless of whether you run 5K or 10K. We all go at once. We all line up and go. And then there's a kid fun run. That's at 9.15 a.m. Um, this year... As has been the last couple of years, every 5K and 10K finisher gets a finisher medal. The ribbon on the medal is designed to reflect the design of the Tulip Time Festival poster. So if you've seen the Tulip Time Festival poster, uh, you know what that looks like. Kind of picture some colors and some designs of that in your in your ribbon of your medal. Um, and you can find pictures of that. They're going to be posted out there too on social and on uh, the registration page for Tulip Time. Um, there's also age medals, age group medals, right? If you win your age group first through third, we have 15 different age groups, so you can get a medal if you do that. Uh, our Race Village Expo for tulip time. So runners can grab oranges, apples, snacks, and beverages after they finish. There's also gear check, late registration, tulip time run merchandise to purchase, and a variety of businesses setting up, selling items, and handing out free swag. So what I just said there, run merchandise. For the first time ever, we're going to have merchandise at the actual Tulip Time race. So if you want to pick up some various things, we're going to have stuff like stickers and ornaments and T-shirts and stuff like that to reflect the Tulip Time run. You'll be able to purchase that stuff on site right at the event this year, which is going to be pretty cool. And then, of course, we'll have um, other a lot of other vendors there. We have maybe 20 vendors this year, so there'll be a lot of stuff to do, a lot of stuff to see at the Race Village Expo, so do that. Um, and, of course, after the Tulip Time run, you can just go to the festival because Tulip Time runs the very first day of Tulip Time Festival. So after running, you can explore the many things to do around Holland and go see all the beautiful tulips. So I highly recommend you go do that as well. <laughs> All right, we got a few local races coming up in March, and <laughs> kind of funny because almost all of them are on the same day. And so uh, kind of a short list. Unfortunately, there's not more, but this is what we got. And a lot of them, uh, these first, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six that I'm going to say, maybe five, they're all on the same day, March 18th, which is right around, you know, St. Patrick's Day the day after. So a lot of people are doing St. Patrick's Day runs, which is awesome. First one I'm going to talk about is the St. Paddy's Leprechaun Chase 5K, which is right in Holland, put on by the Holland Running Club. Good little course around Holland. You can start at Centennial Park, so I highly recommend that one. If you're right here in Holland, do that. That's on March 18th. Then there's a Shamrock 5K. If you live in the Kalamazoo area, you can hit that one on March 18th. Uh, if you're in the Saugatuck area, the Shamrock Run, Walk or Roll, 3-mile and 1.5-mile 
on March 18th. And then there's a Shamrock Shuffle 5K in Muskegon on March 18th. Spectrum Health Irish Jig 5K. That's a pretty big event. That's in Grand Rapids on March 18th. And then one final race in March that I found was the March for Meals 5K and 2 Mile, which is in Grand Rapids on March 26th. So a great choice of, you know, get your leprechaun on, get your green, green attire on, go chase that pot of gold, go chase that rainbow. You got, you know, if you're in West Michigan, you're lucky because we got Holland, Kalamazoo, Saugatuck, Muskegon are all having races for, for St. Paddy's Day. So I highly recommend get out there, take part in that, try to experience some of the, you know, the festivities and uh, have a good time with it. So get out there and run and enjoy. Thank you for listening to this episode of Run My West Coast. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast, like it, and share it with your running friends. Your support of Run My West Coast and the running community in and around West Michigan keeps the runners running. You are truly appreciated, and I'm grateful for the chance to share my thoughts with you. Thanks again, and see you on race day.